Welcome everyone to another episode of Mafia Truths with John A. Light. I'm Felix Levine to my right, John A. Light. And really quickly, a quick reminder to subscribe to our YouTube if you haven't done so already and our Patreon. We're boosting the Patreon in ways that we haven't before. So get on it right now. Again, all early content goes up there, bonus content, the ability to ask John personalized Q&As. We're gonna do live streams soon just on there. So make sure you subscribe if you haven't done so already. And today I'm gonna kick it off really quick with a, a little reading and then we're gonna talk about uh, Joey Scopo. So the, the quote that I'm gonna, I'm gonna read is, in the 2016 sentencing of Michael Persico, prosecutors provided details of the hit. The feds hold that Michael Persico, through an intermediary referred to as Smiley, provided the murder weapon, a suppressed MAC-10 recovered at the scene with the stolen car used in the drive-by. Andrew Russo confessed by participating in the hit and named Frank Guerra, Eric Curcio, John Sparacino, and John Papa as the members of the hit team. After the 1993 hit on Scopo, John Papa would kill Sparacino and Curcio over jealousy in the credit for the murder. So I'm gonna let you kind of describe and, and sum up what that means for the people out there that are uh, right. not familiar. I'm gonna take you back to the beginning. Okay. Back when Sammy Gravano was a child, a young guy, not a child, and they were involved in a, gra a, a gang called the Rampers. And Sammy spoke about his gang and some of the affiliates of his gang. One of them was Papa Bear, which was uh, Johnny Papa's father. Papa Bear had to go because he killed without permission. His son, Johnny, uh, 17 years old, the mom moves him out into Jersey, gets him away from this life so he doesn't get involved in, in the same uh, fate of his father and uh, becomes a, a, a great football player, meeting soccer, excuse me for the American audience. He becomes a, a, a very good soccer player, he's a great athlete, he's doing good with his life, and he comes back to New York and he starts hanging around with some guys and gets involved exactly what his mother didn't want him to, the mafia. Now, Joey Scopo is, uh, for the people that seen Fear City, was, and we talk about uh, his father in Fear City, he goes, uh, goes to prison over the uh, concrete unions and the corruption with the five families. Joey and his brother Ralphie take it over as president, vice president of uh, 6A, uh, the concrete union. Uh, Joey's very good friends, and he grows up with Jeannie Gotti, who's his best friend. And he's very good friends with uh, the Gotti family and John Gotti. He's got a club down the block from us on 101st Avenue. We're on 98th Street. He was on about, I think, 102nd or 103rd Street. So. During the wars of the Persico Wars, you're talking about Carmine Persico, the snake, uh, has a split faction and they go to war, which we had Larry Mazaron. We discussed a little bit with Vicarina. Vicarina goes to prison, Joey steps in, and Joey becomes the acting boss of that faction of the Colombo family, and a war ensues. You said there was a cold war. There was a stretch where things were happening, bodies were turning up, they were blaming it for other stuff. But Greg knew whether it was from his friend telling him to wiretaps over here and different things, or just his his uh, uh, experience in life and going back wars, he knew we were headed for trouble. He said, eventually we're gonna be in a shooting war. We Nobody else knew anything, but he was telling us that. So long story short, there was a few meetings we went to where he was trying to be coaxed in to back Vicarina. Right. John Gotti backs Joey Scopo, obviously being best friends with Jeannie. They have a, a loan shark business on the street together. They own a house together. They're very close since they're kids. And John looks at him as almost like a little brother. I meet Joey in his, I guess, the early uh, 
to mid-80s. Prior to the Paul Castellano hit, Joey's down the block. Nicest guy. So when you talk about a gangster that is, you know, just a gentleman, he's one of them, and I talk about Handsome Jack like that from Jersey. These guys are unique guys. They're serious, tough guys, and you wouldn't know if you see them. Big guy, burly, gentleman, big money maker, and he would walk down the club, and he'd be around Gotti all the time, and he'd confer with John Gotti about the, the dealings and doings of what's going on with the war, and he would advise him, and... Uh, Joey would go back, and on Friday nights, uh, you know, for people who don't know, Joey would take us to dinner, the younger guys. He was a gentleman with all of us. Jeannie, actually, I liked Jeannie a lot on the street when, we were, when he was younger. I think Jeannie, over time, gets better over the, the 50 years he gets, and, and the manipulation by his brother John, he feels anyway, and becomes a different guy. But Joey uh, is having problems during, these, uh, during the war. And he's getting advice. And, he, you know, the, the Colombo faction of Joey Scopo is basically run, for people who don't know, by John. John's really overseeing it, giving him a new power behind what he's doing. And we have guys coming to the club from the Colombo family on a regular basis. This guy, Chicky Alito, who's a great guy, gentleman, tough guy, uh, and a good son, Angelo, with him. These guys were all coming into John on a regular basis and getting advice and formatting how the Colombo family is going to fight this. In about 92, now John's gone, his kid's there. And his kid took over the family. Obviously, everybody knows my opinion of that. And we have a sit-down in uh, a friend of his, Anthony Amoroso's house, on uh, 85th Street, and I believe it's 162nd, 163rd Avenue. Mikey Scars is involved in the sit-down. I'm involved in the sit-down, Junior. And they're going to meet with the new acting boss of the Genovese family, Barney. They go inside and they discuss in the house, how they're going to end the war between the Colombo family factions. And at this point, there's probably about 20 murders that went on from the late 80s that, you know, people, some, and we went over this also, how some of them, they weren't considered because of the war, but they're related directly and indirectly. Uh, and they, John Gotti from jail, the father, sends message home and said to try to cease fire this thing. But at this point, he's getting no respect from some of the other bosses, they don't want to hear mm -hmm. from him. He's finished. They know he's got life. He loses that power to be able to dictate anything. The Genovese family, I think, are appeasing uh, the Gambino family about stop the killing. That's my opinion at the time. Me and his son argue a little bit about it. After the meeting, he tells me, Barney said me and him are the youngest bosses, acting bosses ever. To myself, I left. I said, you come out of that meeting with that thought and process? How about, what are we doing about the killings? And he says, they're done. The killing's done. I laugh. I don't believe it. And a couple months or a month later, right after, it was probably a month after that meeting, because it's about 93, I believe, Joey gets killed. This meeting's somewhere in the, well, within a couple months. Doesn't matter exactly when. Joey's coming home from a dinner appointment with his son-in-law and his nephew. And uh, the guys you just mentioned in that little article you read, wrote, uh, red, excuse me. I don't think you're right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think write you're right. <laughs> I don't think you were born that actually. <laughs> they uh, pull up with three cars, two crash cars, another car. My good friend Anthony Russo, tough guy. He's best friends with the Persicos. He's a captain. Is is the driver? Uh, and they unload on Joey's car as he's pulling up in his in his house in Ozone Park and on 
I believe it was 103rd Avenue. He lived somewhere around there, 109th Street, something like that. And uh, unload on him and hit his nephew. I believe his nephew got shot in the, in the uh, elbow or the shoulder or the son-in-law. One or the other gets shot. I don't remember which one. And Joey jumps out of the car. While he jumps out of the car, he's a big guy. He falls. And uh, Johnny Papa's out of the car. And he's hiding behind a tree. And Joey starts yelling at him because he knows who he is. And he calls him a punk. And uh, Joey was a tough guy all the way to the end. And if anybody says anything different, they're full of shit. This guy was a real, if you're going to talk about gangster, gentleman, nice guy. Everything I could say, of he's one of those guys, him and Johnny Canigo always talk good about. They just were really sweetheart guys, to, especially to the younger guys. Uh, told Johnny, and Johnny wasn't sure if he had a gun or a beeper. When he found out it was a beeper or a cell phone or whatever he thought it was, he came out and he finished off Joey. And uh, Joey died like that in front of his house. His son came out, was a young kid at the time. Uh, and uh, Johnny later on kills one of the shooters and really butchers one of the other shooters. And he, he blames him for uh, uh, taking credit. He actually gets pinched at the guy's brother, at Sal and John. And he gets he, the, the two brothers and he kills the one. He guts him, he uh, mashes his face up, and uh, he's at the wedding. Is it was one of the groomsmen because he's friends with the family. And uh, so he did this to who, and then he goes to the wedding. Yes, to one of the brothers. Wow. So it'll go again. It'll show you the treachery of life. So everybody is involved in that shooting. Uh, there's five guys in, in, right. involved in that. Three in the car, two other, okay. two other. One goes to prison. Uh, Anthony Russo goes to jail, my friend, who's still alive, and uh, the other three guys are dead. So, besides Joey Scopa being killed, it was the last murder in that Colombo War, is when Joey gets killed. Okay. Uh, now, Joey was, for people who don't say to me, well, you like, he used to bring his son around. Son Joey used to bring him. He's a really family guy. He used to bring the kid around. And here's the problem Joey's dead. No one cares. They fought over his money. Uh, who who owned his money, who had his money. I gotta give you one thing though, Jeannie got it, I gotta give him credit. There's some things I like about him, he was, he was devastated over him dying. He didn't try to take, he didn't try to grab the money, he didn't try to get his house back that he owned with Joey. And he was in prison, so I gotta give him a lot of credit that way, he was his true friend. And, uh, but other people try to grab that money, because he had a half a million out in Shylock money on the street, friends of mine, you know, different guys, Iggy, Bobby Borrello's dead, they were all borrowing money from uh, Skinny Dom, everybody owned a ton of money, they didn't have the ability even to pay the guy back, but these guys were all borrowing, Joey did the right thing by all of them, and he used to bring his son around Joseph, little Joey, Joey was around me for a while, they end up straightening this kid out, now, he ain't a tough guy, he ain't a bad kid, he's a nice kid actually, he ain't a tough guy, but what I don't understand is why would anybody, you know, in, in, in his grave, he probably sick that his son got straightened out. He doesn't want this part of the life from. And uh, Joey, actually, the kid now, told me about Jimmy Catacamo. Don't, don't like this kid. He's a piece of shit. And I didn't listen to him, so I got to apologize to him if he ever sees this. He was right. And, you know, so he had some good instincts, but I wish he never got involved in the life, too, yeah. because of his father being such a good guy. And I know this must have made his father sick to know if he was doing this. But the guys involved, and Anthony Russo won, is a tough guy, my friend. He actually liked Joey. 
It's not like anything personal. I want people to understand this. When, right. when we talk about it, and me and Joey, have, me and uh, Anthony have spoken about it, he knew he was a gentleman. He knew he was a, but he's on the opposite side of him in a war, right. and this is part of the life. Right. And we all understand it. And unfortunately, this is how it ends. With a tough guy, gentleman, money maker, dying for what? Yep. Right? In front of his son. You know, just the way Bobby Borrello died in front of his kids, who I was very close with. But this is one of those guys that you nobody hears about. You know, you talk about a real boss, he actually was, because he was a quiet guy, too. And, uh, you know, this is the life. You ever talk to one of those kids that, you know, unfortunately had to witness uh, a dead their dead father in front of them? I mean, what those conversations are like? Well, you talk about Johnny Papa. He's in jail now. He's got life. I think, you know, he's killed about six guys, this kid. Young kid, up to 22 years old. He's killing like crazy. I know him since he's a baby. I mean, he really was a nice kid. But the problem is you lose something somewhere for him to do what he's done to mm -hmm. his friend, to butcher his own friend. He killed this, you know, another one of his friends. Uh, there's something mentally off there. And, you know, at 22 years old, to die in jail and to, to die this way, killing your best friends. And the parents at the, at the other son's wedding had to be devastated, thinking this guy grew up in my house and he did this to my son. Yeah. So this is the life of treachery. This is the life that I keep talking about with yeah. kids to stay away from. Yeah. Because, it's again, it's about power, money, uh, uh, Machiavellian and treachery and self-preservation ain't about loyalty and family and prick your finger and you know and, and a hold it's not it's just it's just uh, it's it's about nothing yeah I mean even sitting sitting and doing hundreds of hours of shows worth with you it the themes are the end are the same at the end of the day you know it all comes back to the same kind of five themes that you just talked about so well you all everybody in that aspect is and that's why I keep saying crime doesn't pay except for your life right. you either die in jail you, you die in the street or uh, you're finished completely yep and that's you know again following um, you know when Johnny and Gene show now Mafia Truths Johnny Light that's really the the main theme is uh, you know hopefully and I know you've saved a lot of, a lot of kids lives in that regard but if there are people out there that um, still struggle with that or struggle to get out Obviously, that's one of the main goals of this show is to shine a light on it and to, to offer a, an open hand um, to talk to you um, because I know that you talk to people on a daily basis that try to uh, stray away from that life. So, um, again, that's the message and the goal of this show. Um, I think that's it. I mean, I think that's a pretty telling story. Yeah? It's a message. If people don't learn from this, from all these stories, if they see something that's somebody's winning, yeah, let me know because I don't see any of it. And, and all the families that are suffering. So. Yep. Well said. Yep. So see real quick, uh, shout out to Dino. This great drink. I will put the link to buy that drink in the description of this video. And again, we've had a custom signed bats. Uh, signed by John A. Light. So if you want to get one of those, a lot of people have bought them already. Hit me up on Instagram at Felix.Levine and we'll set you up there. And then I know you have a book coming out. Um, if you want to just plug that away real quick. Uh, I have a new book coming out in six weeks. I think it's going to be one of the better ones. So the best one actually. And I'm looking forward to it. And true John A. Light on my Instagram. And we'll plug away that book obviously when it comes out. Um, and for me at Felix.Levine and make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel if you haven't done so already like this video as well and our Patreon again We're uh, taking that Patreon to a whole nother level. So make sure you sign up and uh, you'll enjoy the content there So thank you John. Thank you guys You've been watching Mafia Truths with John A. Light